0: Hello again and welcome to my channel. I am Celestial and you're very welcome. Old and new subscribers, it's good to see you today. I have something a little different. I have a brief message that the Lord gave me about 7 a.m. this morning and that message is simply that the Heavenly Father wants his people to know about obedience. The Lord didn't speak at length He basically just shared a few sentences, and here are the sentences. So this is not a prophetic word. This is just a direct message that the Lord told me. He said, today, when you wake up, make a video and tell my people this. Obedience is the only sacrifice that I require. Without obedience, their faith is dead. Without obedience, their faith is worthless. It is posturing. It is a pretense. It is not acceptable to me. So brothers and sisters, we all know that there is a scripture that says that obedience is better than sacrifice. Simply put, this scripture means that it means more in heavenly currency to obey what you hear the Lord saying to you than to delay obedience until you figure it out, until you agree, until it makes more sense, until circumstances line up, until you feel comfortable, until you get yourself together, until you want to do it. It makes more sense to obey when you hear the Lord speak to you than and there, than to wait for the perfect alignment of circumstances, or to wait until you feel brave enough, or you feel ready enough to obey. Whenever you feel that you are ready to obey, please understand and know from the Lord Jesus Christ that more often than not, you've already missed the window of obedience. As I say this, the man Esau comes to me. Esau, Disdained his birthright. We all know that. If you read the extra biblical, uh, books, excuse me please, you, you, you might understand a little bit more. You might get a little bit more context into the situation of why it says that Esau came in from the field and he was tired and he was fainting. But long story short, the crux of the matter is that Esau gave away his birthright to his brother Jacob for a mess of pottage, which is just more or less a a bowl of red bean and lentil stew, because he had just come from fighting a very intense battle with quite a few people, just him alone. And he was tired. And so he said, what use is this birthright to me? And he gave it back. But later on in the scripture, the Bible reflects back on this well known story in the book of Genesis. And it only says this about Esau. Though he sought for it with tears. What is this it? It was a way to return back into the favor of God. It was a way to return to the birthright that he had given up. It was a way to return to the obedience that he had decided not to display at the moment it was required. So that it, when the Bible says Esau sought for it with tears but could not find it. It means that he cried out to God. He cried out even to his father, Jacob saying, Oh father, is there not left any birthright for me? But the Bible says that he could not find it. And the reason that he could not find it is because he did not obey the laws that God had already set in place. Brothers and sisters, we are in an era where you will not be measured by the Lord Jesus Christ according to how much scripture you knew. You will not be measured in faithfulness by the number of your seminary or theological degrees. Sometimes I see so much debate going back and forth in the Christian space with people. um, First of all, the premise that they will be putting forth is wrong. It's just wrong because there's so many people who misinterpret the scripture that honestly, just personally as a person I feel bad for God because when you're reading English, I speak English. When you're reading English, the laws of English just insist that the simplest possible meaning is what the thing means. You don't have to extrapolate it for it to mean things in the sky and the Bible is a book that proves this. What you find in there more often than not, what the sentence says is what it is. If it says that Samson went out and hit people with the jaw of a, uh, um the bone of a donkey's jawbone and killed a thousand of them, then whether you give this credulity or not, meaning whether you find it believable or not, the Bible is saying that this feat happened. The Bible says that the seas were parted and people walked through it. The people walked through it. There are people who are throwing and casting their faith away because they're saying there's no evidence that water parts. There's no evidence this or that. And yet, by the very nature and the facts that we are human we refuse to accept that outside of the limitations of our eyes our ears and our five senses and the very limited capacity that we have as human beings we refuse to even countenance that outside of us us who are so finite us that if somebody coughs on you tomorrow you're having an adverse reaction the week after you're dead We refuse to accept that there is a being outside of our limited capacity capacity, who can literally do anything. God will accept nothing from his people except faith. Brothers and sisters, the exercise of your faith is not by your mouth moving and saying, I have faith. Your faith can only be proven in one manner. And that is by exercising it in obedience to whatever it is that the Lord God has spoken to you. If you're waiting to get more information, if you're waiting until everything lines up in the perfect opportunity, if you're waiting until it makes sense, if you're waiting until a more natural help comes your way where you can say, ah, I can see now how it would work. Okay, let me do it. You will find yourself like Esau. You will find yourself in disorder obedience and when the moment has passed because with God there definitely are moments times and seasons and I know that if you're an adult Christian watching this video you have had tasted at least once probably more than once the bitter taste of what it feels like when God tells you to do something and you don't do it in the time season moment and turn that he speaks to you and then he goes ahead without you, without you and he works it out or he passes the opportunity to someone else or the door shuts and you can't get it and you find yourself like Esau. You have regret. You have sadness and with tears, whether they're visible tears or internal tears, you seek for a way back and you may not always find it. God has sent me today to say to his people that we are in perilous times, dangerous times, and that obedience is what is required. Your fancy degrees are not required. Your misinterpretations of scripture are not required. Whether you don't even misinterpret scripture, whether you get it perfectly right, if you know tons of scripture and you are not obedient to the scripture in your life, if your character is not being outworked into the nature of Christ, if all you have is a lot of knowledge and understanding that naturally puffs up, it is the natural human process to be puffed up the more we know. So if you know a lot and yet there's no humility in you, if there's no settledness in you, if there's no evidence of the character of the Lord Jesus Christ in you, please understand that your faith is a dead thing. It is like a burnt out husk a piece of wood that is no good to anyone and that cannot be thrown upon the bonfire of submission to the Lord Jesus Christ to build up the blaze of the gospel in the end times. You are of no use to the Father. Whether you like this or not, whether you're angry or not, I am passing to you the direct message of God because the Bible says that the faith without the evidence of your works, that your faith is even active, is completely dead. There is a huge group of people who will hear those horrible words, depart from me, I knew you not at the ends of times and yet they will say, but Lord, I have this huge, impressive resume and I have this tons of stuff, this stack of stuff that I did for you. I did this for you. I donated to St. Jude. I, I did this. I worked with children. I did that. I was at the cancer center. I I adopted five kids because I thought, and God would say that your faith was not active in the most important way that I required, which was obedience. It doesn't matter today if you don't have the full import of what God wants you to do. The thing with God that I found is that God is always like a thread. He always pulls a little bit off of a great matter and then says, here is a little bit. Pull on it. And as you pull on it, the thing begins to unravel itself. And that's how you walk through almost 99%, if not 100% of issues and matters with God. He will give you a little bit and tell you step and then step and then step. And that's how you get through it until the end. God has sent me to tell you today that obedience is the only thing that is required. And that if you are not obedient to whatever part of the scripture, you may not know the whole Bible. You may be a brand new Christian. You may be three days or three weeks into this thing, three brand new months and still trying to figure out the, the lyrics to reckless love. Whatever it is, if you are not obedient, the Lord says to give yourself a very deep assessment and a very deep heart check. I'm going to end this video with an illustration that I use whenever I'm teaching and I use it all the time with people in conversation. If this is somebody who actually wants to hear about the end times, brothers and sisters, we're going to enter a time where the beast is going to be the only system in the world. It's going to be the global world controlling system. And the beast system, in case you're new to Christianity or you don't actually believe what the Bible says, it's not a Christian system. It is a system of the Antichrist. It is going to be a system that is built on demonic power. It is going to be built on science. It's going to be built on wonders. It's also going to be built on what the Bible calls lying wonders. Now, the old prophets and the old writers didn't actually know the word technology, but lying wonders are going to be nothing but the AI control and technological marvels that we will see in the end times. If you think that we have gadgets, if you think that we have technology now, just wait until the beast rises to its full power. The technology will be so graphic and it will be so controlling that we will come to a point, and I know many people are already afraid that we are at that point now where the technology will first be offered to you to be joined to your body And then in the final, final days, it will be literally demanded that it be joined to your body. Man and machine will become one. In those days, there will be a very powerful system of policing. You will not get a choice as you do now when they say, can you come with us to the station? Or can we just have a few words with you? You will not have any choice with the type of monitoring, uh, big brother, I think it's called constant watching, that will happen. So in those days, brothers and sisters, it will be crucial. It will be a matter of life and death, especially if you are a believer, if you have become the kind of person who is obedient. If you have not become the kind of person who's obedient, here's my favorite example that I always share with people to test where their obedience levels are. The New World Order police are out, right? The drones are out in the street, monitoring the street and checking to see if everybody is compliant. You're a Christian who has decided you won't take the mark of the beast, which will be required of all people. So you're on the run and you're hiding and you're trying to get from one place to another because you've heard in another place, you and the few people that you're with, or maybe you by yourself, you've heard in another place that there is food. The Lord has provided food somewhere and you need to get there. So you're moving between the buildings and indeed the spirit of the Lord is with you. He's shadowing you and protecting you. And then you come to a point that is like a junction. So here is one street. And here is another street. And there's a building right there at the corner. I hope my illustration makes sense. The New World Order police are on this side. They're doing their patrols here. You're hiding here. And you do not know that they are in this street. So you're making your way along the side of this building. And in a few seconds, you're going to step out into full view You're walking and you hear a voice say, stop. If you are the type of person who right now in Christianity, when the Lord speaks to you, you always go, is that you, God? Is that my neighbor? Is that Satan? Was that that my own heart? Who was it that spoke to me? If you are still playing those games in your Christianity, the odds are 99.999 infinity symbol that you will hear that voice that is all God will say to you. He won't say it three times the way he has to with many of you now. God has to tell you a thing again and again and again and give you little signs and he has to give you little license plates with a butterfly on it. And you're like, that matches the butterfly from my dream. It's Jesus talking to me. God cannot say to you a scripture in the word of God and you do the mature thing and take that scripture and chew it and stand on it and say, by his stripes, I am healed. I'm going to fight this battle with this thing until I win. I recently had to fight a battle with infirmity for almost a year and doctors were telling me that I was going to be walking like a tilted piece of pottery because I, I did not want to have the surgery that was required. Just the other day, I was late for a bus, and without thinking about it, I ran to get that bus. And it was only when I was huffing on the bus that I realized I just ran on the leg that they told me would be tilted. And I had to deal with a lot of pain, and I refused to become addicted to pain medication. So I only took the painkillers they gave me the first week, and I, I did not go and fill. And they kept sending prescriptions for these horse-sized Painkillers, and I, I never filled a single one. I'm sure that at the, chilling at the pharmacy around the corner right now. If you're the kind of person that God cannot speak to and you do not have the requisite maturity to hear a word from the Lord, to to get a scripture or to get a word of confirmation from someone and say, I've heard from God, that's enough. You need to be like Gideon, you need to put out a fleece, you need to put out a, a, a burger for the angel to set on fire, you need to set out another fleece, you need to have three dreams, you need to have a confirmation, you need to see your favorite number four times in the same week and then you know that's God. The new world order is not for you and what I'm trying to say is that the new new world order will come, but your life expectancy in it will be shockingly brief. You're going to end up with the father alive faster than you're supposed to. And then you're going to be there and going, but God, but God, and he will say, I had work for you to do down there still. My intention was for you to not only survive and thrive, but here you are 15 years early because you could not listen and obey. So if you're that person and the cops are patrolling in this street, and you're walking, and you're about three or five steps from coming out into full view of armed weaponized men wearing those black uniforms that I constantly talk about that the Lord has shown me that the future police will wear. And the voice of the Spirit of God says to you one word, stop, and your feet don't come to an absolute and complete halt. Until you hear the voice say to you, okay, go forward. You are not an obedient person. Your obedience needs work. And the Lord has sent me today simply to say this. The Bible says, I must work now while it is called day. For night is coming where no man can work. Please make sure that you're not working at St. Jude and working at the Cancer Volunteer Center and working to help the pastor build the outdoor children's school and working to hand out the COVID awareness flyers and working on everything else except your morality, your character, and your faith, and your obedience. If you fail in your obedience, brothers and sisters, against the Lord's will, You are not going to do well in the times that are ahead of us. So this is Celestial and I'm bringing the Lord's word. Obedience is what I require from my people. Without obedience, your faith is dead because you are not displaying the ability to act in faith and obey what you have heard from the master's voice. Not the master's voice blog, the master's voice, Jesus. God bless you. Thank you for taking the time to watch this video and have a blessed day. Bye.